Yeah. Right. There's a lot of um, share audio. Are you watching TV? Who? You? No. So I can hear the TV. Now it's turned off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here, I have a few. Well, I, okay. Well, I have, I have a sound clip that I wanted to put in the intro, but uh, I, have, I feel like I'm going to end up editing this, but whatever. whatever it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Here it is. Making TV. Fuck the prime time, bitch. <laughs> oh, welcome in to Prime Time, another episode of You Can't Hide, the number one horror movie recap and education podcast this side of Elm Street. I'm your host, Evil Al Kruger. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Cam Counselor Ben Kruger, uh, Calamity Cat Kruger, and Final Girl Kruger. How are y'all doing today, Krugers? Great. Ready to slash some stuff up. Yeah. Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. <laughs> yep. Ready to haunt some dreams. Oh, wow. I'm ready to skip some rope or hopscotch. What do they do? Jump rope. There's a few hopscotch scenes. That's okay. Yeah. I'm like, isn't there? I swear they. they I mean, what's really creepier than anyone hopscotching? I mean, that's I don't know. They probably honestly chilling. One, like in a sequel. <laughs> we, they should have like a where are you now for all those little girls. Like, wouldn't you want to know where they all like are? Like the Shining now? Twins? I definitely got to know. Oh, well, I guess they were in the Bud Light commercials. <laughs> when they grew up. That was their, yeah. <laughs> that was their glow up. <laughs> would be the Bud Light Twins. <laughs> that would be like a pretty good meme. Like, put a picture of like the Shining Twins uh, and it's like a put a picture of the twins from Scary Movie or whatever and be like, these are, remember the girls from The Shining? This is them now. Feel old. <laughs> um, but we're not, this isn't, a, this isn't a podcast about twins. This is a podcast about horror movies and it's, it's educational, it's informative, mostly it's a recap. And this week we are recapping A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original uh, from like 1980, probably. Is that where it, yeah, 1984. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a classic. Freddy is one of the most and, uh, easily easily recognizable, you know, villains for sure in horror and probably just characters and, you know, in general from film. Yeah, he has a life of his own, even beyond the, the Elm Street franchise. He's just sort of like his own entity now. Coming to haunt your dreams. <laughs> I was going to say, now that more... Dream near you. <laughs> I was like, now that more people believe in him, he's going to have to be real, more real. Oh, that is that is true. True legend there. I'm trying to remember. Is it like, do you have to be scared of him or you just have to like believe in him for him to like? I think that goes hand in hand, right? Like, you well, I don't know to... if we need to spoil the ending of the, <laughs> the climax of the film right away. But um. well, our editor, I mean, girl, it's, it's been 50 years now. <laughs> 50 years. It's 34. It's 2034 right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. When I ran Elm Street, the original from 1984 by Wes Craven, uh, one of the one of my personal favorite directors in horror and probably just in general. Um, the film starts off with Freddy in the basement. We see him crafting his glove. Um, we, someone is in a dream. They're having a nice dream. As this chick is just like running around in a hallway, 
Uh, there's a lot of leaking in the roof and she ends up, of course, in the boiler room because that's where Freddie does most of his, his work, his killing. Um, and so, of course, she gets attacked and she's about to die. Um, and, but uh, Freddie takes a slash at her, but she wakes up. And when she wakes up, she has a claw mark on her dress. And her mom walks in and tells her, hey, you got to cut your fingernails or stop that kind of dreaming. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? that's your solution? <laughs> <laughs> don't dream like that no more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also what kind of does it does she think she has like wolverine's nail like claws or something like what does she think right. i always love it in these movies where like the parents are completely oblivious like their kids fully murdered in front of them like oh well <laughs> happens or, <laughs> or like i wonder what's going on yeah, like the the parents are always like, "Oh, you're being so dramatic. Like, it's okay. Calm down." And then, no, you know, everyone is dying all around. <laughs> it's okay. It's all in your head. Yeah, yeah. it's just a it's just a normal day in suburbia. <laughs> dramatic. This was the time we press on now, so maybe she's oh. like, yeah, some of those are. <laughs> they were strong. dangerous back in the day. Mm-hmm. Do they really stick on that hard though? Or are you like fully just no? Like you probably yeah. like just flick them off. Like that. Yeah, no, they <laughs> pop off. Like oh hey, oh like God. throw some jazz hands up and your nails will go flying. Freddie has, <laughs> those, <laughs> Freddie has those Lee press on nails. <laughs> and we cut from okay, so I think from there we cut to the next day. We we pan over the creepy girls. Uh, I don't know if they're twins or sisters or just creepy girls of the same Over age. They're jump rope. They're jumping rope. They're singing the uh, one, two, Freddy's coming for you song, you know, which of course is very memorable and recurring throughout the franchise. Uh, I guess this lady's name is Tina because I wrote down Tina mentions her dream to Nancy, <laughs> who is our protagonist. Uh, and Nancy tells her, hey, I had a similar dream with the, the guy with the fedora. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I had a similar dream. Uh, and this is when we find out probably the most important part of the movie is that Nancy is banging Johnny the crop top Depp. Uh, that's her boyfriend. And he is ripped, uh, which I made a note of saying this movie is rated R for ripped because the abs are, you know, they're popping. <laughs> and, uh, and football think... jersey crop top. <laughs> and important like, fact. Wes Craven found him because he was doing, he was in a rockabilly band. <laughs> what? That's beautiful. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I thought it was because he went to the audition and his friend was auditioning. And oh, that's right. Him. Like his friend was in the band mm-hmm. and, knew, and knew him and said, no. this guy yeah. really yeah, that's how it happened. Like, I think it was the guy Rod, right? Like the guy who plays Rod or was it a different guy? Oh, what a beautiful name for a person. Rod, Rod Lane. Rod, Rod. Sterling. <laughs> porn. Sounds like he should be a porn star. Kind of um, looks like it in the movie too. Porncob.com. <laughs> Pornhub.com. Pornhub. Speaking of speaking of uh, banging, uh, Tina's parents go to town and they all decide to shack up at her place and banging out with their babes. And um, uh, this is when uh, Nancy goes to sleep and we see Freddie um, soldier boy in that hoe through the wall and he knocks off the crucifix. And that's the same time when Tina is, she falls asleep. And of course she's attacked by Freddie. Um, he's, re- he, he's really, com- I, what I like about Freddie is he's really committed to his bits. Like when he, when he has in mind a bit, he's gonna commit to it. 
and he was thinking, I'm going to freak this girl out. And you know, you know how I can do that? By cutting off my fingers <laughs> just in front of her, just because why not? Uh, he also pulls his face off, uh, which, you know, you're doing the most, Freddie, but, you know, I guess. Yeah, and it was a good practical effect, too. That yeah, was it, it was good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, I guess Rod is—is is that her boyfriend? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rod um, sees her thrashing in her sleep and like levitating, I think. Um, but he's not able to wake her up because he's a jabroni, and he watches as she gets sliced up to death by Freddy. And he yeah. just powers in the corner because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. No, he literally <laughs> he doesn't like, open oh. the door. Is the door locked? I forget. Like, what happens? I think it. I yeah, it, I remember them point. saying it was locked from the inside. So okay. like that's why they're saying like that's why they blame him is because okay. he's the only one, so, yeah. only other person there. You got that roid rage on her, <laughs> that rod rage. <laughs> he runs I away. Don't like that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, um, oh, his name is Don. Is it Don? I thought it was no, Rod. it's Rod. <laughs> It's now Rod. It's I put, now Rod. I put Don the BF. No, Donald um, is that like that's actually the the her dad, right? Donald is it Donald Thompson or I forget something like that. What? He even has real, his name in the here. movie. Yeah, and I love these notes in here. We're not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, his Nancy name is Rod. Rod. His name is Rod. Why the hell did I put his Hello. name is Don now? Well, because I think that's that's what I'm saying. Is like I think Nancy's dad is named. Oh, but it is like three syllable, like Don or Rod. It is Don Thompson. Don Don Thompson. What a name! <laughs> I want someone to be B. Uh, IMDb just says Lieutenant Thompson. Thompson no yeah. first name. <laughs> All right. Well, what, I think that's what his name is. So. Yeah, on the Wikipedia it's, it says uh, Donald Don. The Wikipedia. Um, okay, so <clears throat> so Rod gets arrested by Nancy's dad, who of course is a cop. Well, we right. gotta go back a little bit. Because <laughs> there's like some some funny stuff that happens, like right. um so they think, you know, they're assuming they're all assuming that Rod killed her. Nancy goes home, and so she's like she also is starting to like have those horrible dreams and she's freaking out. So she has a really bad dream that night. She doesn't sleep. And her mom's like, you should just stay home from school. Don't go. You know, it's, it's, you know, her drunk mom who's drunk at like 8am having a mimosa or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she, so she goes, no, I'm going to go to school. I need to talk to everybody. So she leaves. And as she's going, she's walking to school and she doesn't realize that her dad is following her and has a tail on her. And she so she tries to lose him and like goes in like the bushes or whatever and then rod comes out or whatever <laughs> like oh yeah i didn't do it it was so random he just like appears and it's yeah. like, i didn't kill her and it's like oh yeah, yeah just wasn't me. Me. yeah and, and that's so then when they kinda, he kind of like says a little bit but not enough because then that's when he gets busted <laughs> yeah and he gets taken to jail despite saying he's innocent and of course we the viewer know that but um, if you're not used to, you know, a dream demon killing, <laughs> killing people, I guess I could see how they would be like, um, you obviously did this. Yeah. Um, and the, okay. So the next day at school, Nancy falls asleep. And of course she sees her friend's dead body in a, in a body bag with a snail trail of blood, uh, just being dragged by a 
something that we can't we can't see who right it's, it's just being dragged it's just being dragged and naturally she decides oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go investigate <laughs> which like <laughs> i see my friend's dead body being dragged by by a specter the day after their brutal murder um i probably would not have made that choice but... go the other way <laughs> yep <laughs> and so she's sorry going... <laughs> yeah. like, who's my friend <laughs> no I not mean... for me sis not for me <laughs> And fun fact, the teacher um, in that scene where she falls asleep is played by Lynn Shay, who horror movie fans will know from the Insidious series and a bunch of other movies. Cool. Nice. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, okay, so she's going to investigate in the hallway and she passes by this, like, random nerd, like, I guess, hall monitor person <laughs> um, who has, like, a Freddy sweater on and she asks Nancy... Uh, what is your hall pass? And this is when Nance replies, screw your pass. And just like takes off. And it's like, honestly, like, poor girl, this is all she has, you know? She's like, <laughs> fuck my drag. You know, I'm trying to do my job. bad for her. I'm just cosplaying it as Freddy. And I don't know why you're so mad at me. Um, it, it really was like a weird, <laughs> a weird interaction to kind of throw in there, but whatever. Yeah. I liked uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Well, it's and supposed I, to be, I think, deceiving, right? Like he's 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 always there, but you don't know what's real and what's not real. And mm-hmm. Hall Pass girl is always there. <laughs> hall Pass girl. Did y'all legit have Hall Pass monitors there? I don't know. I know. No. no. <laughs> I think we did have Hall Passes, but I don't think anyone gave a shit, really. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Nancy is, you know, just going through the school. She eventually runs into Freddy in the boiler room because, you know, that's where he'd be. <laughs> and he's feeling a little randy, baby, and he shows her what that tongue can do with a little a little uh, flicking, flicking action. And yeah. she's not she's not DTF, so she wakes herself up by burning her arm on one of the hot uh, pipes in the boiler room. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, a tactic that never works again in this film. <laughs> <laughs> you never wake yourself up like by injuring yourself in the dream again, it seems. No. <gasps> Sad, but true. Uh, I think after that, she decides to go see Rod at the at the police station, and that's when he tells her about the claw marks that he saw on Tina's body when she was being mangled uh, in her dream, and she realizes, wait, that nerdy bitch in the hall had a sweater, like the <laughs> man in my dream who also had a claw. This is the same person. Put it all together. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Uh, and you know, you know what? She's had a rough. She's had a rough few days. I mean, she she had, her best friend was murdered mere feet from her. Um, she she was almost killed by a demon. So she decides to go and have herself a nice bath. And that lush bath bomb, you know, really soothes her and puts her right to sleep. And that's when Freddie, you know, he has a, we have that's one of it's one of the best shots. It's mm-hmm. it's where you, you, it's the POVs you're looking up at her uh, from across the top, and you just see like a claw slowly rise out of the bath but you know fortunately she's woken up by her nosy ass mom <laughs> i wrote let her i wrote let her bathe in peace debbie because honestly she's been through a lot go drink your vodka yeah but then bottle. she tells her like not to fall asleep and then she oh says do you want some more milk but also though it is very dangerous as a person who's fallen asleep multiple times in the bathtub it is pretty scary <laughs> Oh no, just ask Whitney and Bobby Christina. 
right. Whoever's editing wow. this has to get this. Whoever's editing this has wow. to get wow. That was dark, Rihanna. Wow. I mean, I famously have gallows humor, but even I Wow. You woke up and chose violence today. You couldn't even go you couldn't even go with like ask Jack or something like something like fake. Wow. Is the Titanic that was that story real? No. Oh, okay. It was just for the just for the movie. Titanic's my favorite documentary. Well, <laughs> I would have broke him off that thing a lot sooner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's like, let me just get these little piggies. Get off, off my door. <laughs> Crack them them fingies off real quick. <sighs> so um uh, yeah, so Debbie is bugging Nancy, but you know she falls back to sleep real quick, and is attacked by Freddie again. We have a nice, quick little interaction, but of course she lives because we're only like forty minutes into the movie, babe. She can't die yet. <laughs> um, that's when she invites over Johnny Depp to watch over her as she sleeps, and I guess she didn't <laughs> like. With all due, Rod is like twice the size of Johnny Depp, and he can't even do anything. So I'm like, what are you really thinking? He's going to help you with, but. <laughs> He just, I think she just wanted him to like keep her awake, really. Mm-hmm. That's the whole, or he stays awake and watches her just to make sure so they can take turns or something. I think, yeah, that's so cool. he can wake her up. Yeah, no. but he's a selfish teenage boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's watching Mrs. Newt America with the headphones. Is that what he was watching? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that was like the time he's in his bedroom. This is like before that. Oh, oh. oh okay. Well, he was still watching it sometimes. <laughs> But this would be me though. Like my friend asked me to do something, and I'm just like, "Yeah, I'll do it," and then completely just not be able to do it. Like, oh, I thought we were both taking a nap, my butt. Yeah, pretty late. Well, I mean, you know, she didn't really explain everything correctly either. So, you know, she just expected him to be a good boyfriend and do what she said. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not. Yeah, and so so of course Nancy falls asleep immediately, and for some reason she she sees Freddie at the police station, um, where Rod is being held in a in an old fashioned jail cell. Like <laughs> like for some reason this prison has exactly one cell, uh, and so Freddie is there, and he's able to casually just walk through the bars, and she sees him like going up to I think he like winks at her maybe, uh, and so she knows he's up to no good. So she is able to wake up because an alarm clock goes off, not because of Johnny Depp, because uh, guess what? He's asleep. Uh, <laughs> um, and so she's like, okay, something's going on at the police station. We got to get over, over there. So they race over to the police station. But of course, they're too late. Like, I feel like they walk in as Freddie, like, hangs Rod from the from the window and he, like, instantly dies. <laughs> like, he's, they definitely he's do, hanged yeah. for, like, five seconds and then he's just, like, dead. Oh, he just cracked his neck real fast. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is this before or after the uh, Stretch Armstrong scene? Um, I think th- I think that was when he killed the first, I think that's when he killed Tina, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so uh, of course they have a funeral for, for Rod, even though he's a murderer um, in their eyes. And that's when Nancy kind of tells her parents about her dreams and Freddie. And, you know, like any parent in a horror movie, you know, would react if they react by, oh, let's take you to the Sleep Institute to get you committed 
over there against your will. You can tell they know what's up. Like, you can tell, <laughs> also, yeah, like, they already they're know. Chill about up. everything. I'm just like, um, I should be freaking out at this point. There's yeah. kids popping up dead. Well, I mean, in their eyes, they're just seeing, you know, oh, this guy was messed up. He killed his girlfriend and then he had regret. And so he killed himself. Um, and now this bitch has gone crazy <laughs> because of that, which fair. Um, but yeah, the mom clearly knows the whole time. We'll get into that very soon, though. <laughs> um, so yeah, they take her to the Sleep Institute. Um, and, and they're kind of just monitoring her her vitals while she's sleeping. I, I really don't get how that's useful. Um, of course, she's attacked by Freddy. And this time when she wakes up, she's able to snatch his wig. I mean, his fedora, <laughs> which has his name on it. <laughs> like... Well, I mean, every gender who like lurks in the <laughs> boiler room has to put their name on things, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. He probably lives with his mom, and she yeah. did it. <laughs> For some reason, it reminded me of like Toy Story, like how he puts his name on like the bottom. <laughs> Andy. Oh, <God. laughs> Wait, is Andy just young Freddy Krueger? <laughs> oh, that's a whole new conspiracy. Let's let's, <laughs> let's bring it to you. Wow. Alas, yeah, alas, Q. Um, so Nancy's mom eventually takes Nancy to the basement of their home because they leave the sleep institute because they realize, like, oh, this is clearly not helping at all. It's not preventing attacks. So they take them, they go back home. Nancy's mom is like, I have something I want to tell you. Um, let's go down to the basement. <laughs> it's like they're at the basement. Um, right, they have they have like the creepiest boiler in the in the world. It's like a wretched looking boiler. And so Nancy's mom is telling her the story of there was a man named Freddie, and he was a child murderer. And me and some other parents trapped him in the boiler room and killed him. And she's like, he can't get you. He's dead, honey, because mommy killed him. And it's like, all right, this is a lot to unload on me. Um, just because you've had nine shots doesn't mean I have. <laughs> And the, the, to top it all off, she reaches into their <laughs> their creepy ass boiler and pulls out his glove. Um, it's so... like a non functioning <laughs> boiler because, like, this is like ten years later. Like, why does she still have that thing in there, and why did and it, it never burn? Yeah, it's it's made of cloth, and it's in like a cloth sack. So, like, clearly, I guess they don't believe in heat. <laughs> Maybe it was a souvenir. They yeah. upgraded to central heat in there. Yeah, condition. you're probably right. <laughs> like how Freddie kept souvenirs like the kids, they kept souvenir for Freddie. You think this triggered her drinking problems? I was gonna say that too. Like that's probably what like why she drinks a lot. Like you know, it's a problem if you're drinking when it's too early for mimosas. Like <laughs> if you're hours ahead of mimosa time, you might be drinking a little too. And didn't early. she like pull it out of a closet at one point? Like yeah, that's the closet several times. Several times. Yeah. One time, Nancy spies on her. Um, pulling it like she looks around and sees to make sure no one's there and pulls out like a full handle like a big ass handle of vodka I and mean, just like drinks it from the bottle too i mean guys <laughs> she's a sheriff's wife she killed somebody she's a lonely housewife i would drink too as soon as i wake up also there was no repercussion for burning a man <laughs> alive like well they didn't they like hide the fact though because like hello again she's like the sheriff's husband so yeah wife I figured it was like a gang of pitchfork people, moms and dads. Going oh, those, those those indie bloggers, man! They're, they're fucking ruthless, dude. <laughs> they took that. Uh, they they took the uh, "I still know what you did last summer" quote, <laughs> or or uh, 
I forgot what it's called. What if what if Aquaman is just I know what you did last summer the whole time because they no. both have a trident thing, pitchfork looking thing. Jason Mimosa is really wow. I know what you did last summer. Oh my God. Yeah, but I was gonna say CTB is our um, resident mimosa expert. So yeah, Damn, is right? it ever too C-C- early for mimosa? CCBK. You forgot the Kruger at the end. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's never too early for a cocktail. Uh, uh, I don't know. I get the feeling it was a weekday too, which makes it even worse. I mean, like, also, also, I also, though, I don't think she's drinking mimosas. I'm pretty sure it's probably more like a screwdriver. Yeah, it's probably, but also, you're getting your intake of OJ. So, yeah, some nutrients there. Yeah. Yeah. And vodka is made from potatoes. So that's a vegetable. I don't know know why you feel the need to defend this woman. She's like having a V8. (laughs) Honesty. All right. So, (laughs) um at this point you know nancy you know has all these truth bombs detonated all all over her goddamn face to be quite frank and that's when she she thinks you know what you know what it's time for me to call my babe because you know them abs got to stay safe and definitely and so she she's trying to call uh his house but his parents naturally are like um Get your crazy ass away from our son (laughs) because they they all think she's crazy i don't know why they think she's crazy is it just because, like, the, I guess the parents talk? Yeah, probably. And she had to go to the Sleep Institute, so that constitutes suburbia. <laughs> I feel like Sleep Institute is, like, not even, like, that severe to where everyone's like, oh, that fucking freak. <laughs> don't put that around me. Well, in one of the sequels, I don't know if they're in juvenile detention or yeah, they're in a mental, they're in mental a institute, yeah. Huh? And they're giving them the stuff to make them go to sleep. The pills. Oh, that's dream warriors. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Those, that's my favorite one, probably. Yeah. No, uh, why don't no, I watch this one? <laughs> but no, I made a note here. It says Nancy spies her mom pulling a handle of vodka out of the closet and, real, and realizes she's her spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, Nancy tries to call Glenn, her boyfriend, aka Johnny Depp, the abs, uh, to wake him up, but his parents are like, nope. And that's when she gets a phone call. And even though the phone isn't plugged in, so she still answers it for some reason, and that's when she gets a nice little, a uh, little French kiss from Freddie. His uh, tongue, like the, it's like a handheld receiver uh, phone, and like the bottom half turns in basically like a chin, and it's got like his little, his big old tongue. Yeah, that's um, a good Freddie gag. Also, I'm pretty sure she's not even asleep. So I, I mean, whatever, but it's like, huh? She's not even <laughs> sleeping. I don't think at this point. Well, now that people are believing, he's able to like kind of. Yeah. Realize in the real world. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and this is when it's the most brutal death scene in this in this entire this one for sure. Uh, we we cut to Johnny Depp. He's in his room. He's watching uh, Miss America or whatever the hell. And that's when he he's Miss like nude he's, America. He's like chilling in bed with like a full ass TV like on his like a projection TV on his lap. I'm like, oh, this is probably not uh, great for your reproductive health, but doesn't matter because he gets pulled into his bed and then out comes a geyser of blood <laughs> so oh, and the mom like opens the door and sees like this geyser of blood it's like huh crazy that's yeah. such a good scene when i think of the this film that's the scene yeah. i think of yeah and they filmed it upside down like it was the other way like they had to film it that way so oh like, so cool. cool yeah 
Yep. And Nancy, I I guess she does. She see it somehow, or she just knows. Like she just says that. Bitch well, she is knows dead. something's going on. I think she's looking across, right? Like she looks his window. He's like right across the street, right? Yeah. Is this He's the literal boy next door. <laughs> and this is what. Yeah, least... that's not Johnny Depp. <laughs> And this no. basically <laughs> leads straight into the climax of the movie, which is basically she has a plan to bring Freddy out of the dream world. I don't really know what her, what she's planning on doing with him. Like, once she gets him into the real world, like, she thinks, oh, yeah, dad will handcuff him. Like, I don't really know. Also, at like, this point, <laughs> the dream demon will go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think she thinks she can kill him in the real world, yeah. right? Probably. Well, yeah, because, like, right before this, like, her and... Um, Johnny Depp, whatever his name is, go walking, right? And he tells her about what is it, the Sumerian or like the 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 whole death myth or something. Oh yeah. So like she thinks she gets an idea from that that she can actually like, you know, take his power away. So that's where she gets the idea for that. Silly bitch. Right. Yeah, so he'll yeah. become powerless and then she can get yeah. him yeah yeah and so basically she sets up a lot of like home alone style traps uh just kind of like mess with freddy there's a lot of home alone in this <laughs> like film like i keep going back to it but it's like the boiler room the the all the tricks like i feel like john hughes really likes this movie <laughs> probably so yeah so, so essentially her plan is i'm gonna set a timer for 20 minutes so that'll go off and i'll wake up um, I guess she's kind of just planning to like grab him, like when the timer is about to go off and just like wake up and bring him with her. Since she can bring his clothes, she assumes like, oh yeah, I can do that. Um, she succeeds and uh, luring him and shenanigans ensue because of the Home Alone traps. Uh, he opens the door and gets hit in the belly with, with a sledgehammer, <laughs> which um, I feel like he wouldn't even be hurting. The oh no, this, cause this, is, this is the real world, we think. Uh, that's when he falls down the stairs. He trips on a wire. On a he trips a trip wire, which causes like a small explosion, which of course the cops don't hear. <laughs> Somehow, like a a full ass explosion across the street. He's all of mommy's alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Explosion. Yeah, poor mom. Um, she douses him in gas in the basement and sets him on fire. Um, and that's that's when the I think that's when finally her dad and the cops. Um, come over. And I think it's because she told him about the timer. I think she said in 20 minutes, come check on me. And he's like, fine, whatever, go away. I'm busy dealing with a blood geyser. Um, and that's when they discover the fire footsteps that are leading upstairs. And what they go to the parents' room and naturally they see Freddy fully on fire on top of the mom. Um, and they use a blanket to put out the fire. And that's when uh, they pull it away and all of a sudden mom is nothing but a burnt skeleton and teleports through the bed for some reason i don't really know what the hell's going on with that but it yeah goes into the dream world <laughs> mm -hmm. shot forever yeah and that's when dad leaves and nancy just knows like oh yeah freddie's definitely behind me right now and that's when she realizes oh i'm actually dreaming and he's only powerful if I fear him. So she just like talks shit. She just like talks mad shit to Freddy and then just like calmly walks away and he just evaporates or something. I don't know. I'm not really sure what happens, he, but he's he just lunges <laughs> toward her. Yeah. Um, with his knife hands and then like uh, he disappears as he's like lunging toward her. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was so that, dumb. It was that calm. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, soothing. No! <laughs> um, Devin also when her dad's supposed to be in twenty minutes coming to um, call her a rescuer or whatever, she's like trapped upstairs with the fire because they put. Um, bars on our windows to keep uh-huh. sneaking out. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. what I was trying to say earlier. Did they like go full like uh, lockdown mode and just like surround or trap her in the house? <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't actually get out, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's well, a happy ending? Freddie's gone, you know, and she wakes up the next day and like another movie we watched, Krampus, she she looks outside and it's bright white, you know, like it's like heavenly looking and um, you know, Johnny Johnny Depp's alive again, and he has a a Freddy Krueger sweater themed car <laughs> roof to his car, <laughs> um, and so they they you know she's like they're like oh get in and all her dead friends are there and she's like oh okay yeah sure and then mom is there and you know happy ending and uh, that's when they drive away and it's you know they lose control of the car it's overtaken by we're assuming Freddy um, we see the girls jumping a rope or or hopscotching or whatever the hell they're doing and chanting and. That's when, you know, we pan back to mom who's just smiling and yeah. she gets pulled through the window, the tiny little window of the door. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what is happening, but uh, maybe not such a happy ending after all. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bright white. And... Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying it's a dream and a dream and a dream. Yeah. Yeah, it's this so is the original white. Inception, yeah. Yeah. And her mom's like, <laughs> you know... I think I'm gonna give up alcohol. <laughs> Wait, what? I missed that line. Did I make that up? Didn't she say that <laughs> she made that up. quit? That was wishful thinking. You really wanted the best for Nancy. <laughs> yeah. what? I'm like, that did not happen. Not... <laughs> did that happen? Hashtag not my mom. <laughs> but yeah. I don't so, think yeah. I need it anymore. That definitely didn't happen. <laughs> did. She probably died. She, she... The reason she probably burned up so quick is because her blood alcohol content was like 50%. It was like literally <laughs> half alcohol, so she had no chance. It, just, it was completely flammable, yeah. It was a Molotov cocktail, like, basically. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know it's a Freddy Krueger-themed convertible until they're all in it, and then the top slams down. Oh, uh, okay. And from above, you can see it's the stripes, his sweater stripe colors. It's weird that it, it it's weird because at the beginning of the movie it was like a Dukes of Hazard themed Confederate flag uh, <laughs> top of the convertible and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, this one's offensive to me though. It's a Freddy Krueger sweater. Yep. So yeah, that's our <laughs> our recap of Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 by Wes Craven. Uh, let's get straight into it. Let's let's give our opinions on this film in our next segment. Ack ack or whack whack. Uh, we're gonna rate it on a scale of one to for Freddy Krueger knife knife hands. Fingers, knife fingers. <laughs> knife fingers. Uh go ahead, Camp Counselor Ben Krueger. What do you what are your thoughts on this film? It's very back and forth. It's very it's a classic. I mean it, ha- it is. It's a cold classic and it's like campy. And I a little like, known but loved film cold classic hit. Yeah, yeah. It's a little cold classic-y. Um it has its moments. I mean, it's super gay with Johnny Depp, but I'm still probably going to go with like, maybe like a, I don't know. I'm going to go with a 4.5 or like a 5 at the most. 4.5 out of 4. That's that's glowing praise. <laughs> oh, I know. Glowing wait, praise. Four, out of, no, wait. What is it? Out of 4 oh. Freddy Krueger knife fingers. Oh, uh, one and a half. One and a half out of four? You went from four and a half out of five to 
Well, I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't listen to the scale, but now that I know, we keep changing the scale. <laughs> it's, it's a week to week. It's, thing. it's like a one point. Yeah, it's a it's a one one point five, like one point seven five at the moment. out of four. Wow, it's good, but it's like not like I don't know. I don't care. It took me like three times to watch it. So, so out of a ten, you give this like a four. Yeah, Freddy's not my favorite killer. All right. Um, uh, Calamity Kruger, what are your thoughts on, on this film? Uh, I, you know, I have to agree with Camp Counselor Ben that it's not my favorite. Um, it is classic. It, it really is. And I, you know, I want to love it, but I don't. <laughs> so I'm giving it a 2.5. Okay. Um, I love that it launched Freddy off as a character, but I think... The other films are just more nostalgic to me personally. I just think they're funnier and more fun. So yeah, yeah. And I think I think New Nightmare is actually a better movie. So that one would yeah. be my favorite in the whole series. Yeah, I think New Nightmare is like super underrated. I think it's easily like the best in the whole. It's like um, it's like it's like his original Scream. Is it before or after Scream? Yeah, I know it's like it's, it's, <laughs> it's before. I think it's probably honestly better than Scream, and I love Scream. It's it's very meta and really it was a cool idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. but too. back to this movie, the Final Girl pre Kruger. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this film? I think I like it a little more than the other two. <laughs> I hope so. Honestly, um, <laughs> this is like our lo- this is like our worst rated movie of all time so far. <laughs> um, I love seeing the young Johnny Depp in his debut, <laughs> and Freddie. The whole idea of him is such a cool idea. Um, mm-hmm. With the, with the dreams and uh, haunting their dreams. And it, it launched the amazing whole series or franchise as a whole. And I do agree with um, Calamity Cat that in the later movies, Freddy has more of a chance to shine with better one-liners and things. But I do think this movie has a lot to offer and some good practical effects. Um, and it still holds up for me. So I give it a three out of four Freddy All Night right. Fingers. So that's like a seven and a half. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this is honestly one of the movies that I first like really got me into horror. Uh, obviously Evil Dead I've said before, but um, there just being like so many uh, movies in this series. I think it's really, this is like one of the few where Freddie isn't really like there for a good time. He's really kind of just like there to kill. Um, and I think it, he really kind of shines in later later movies because he's more just ridiculous. And but no, I definitely think this is other than New, New Nightmare, which we said is we think probably I think probably the best one in this series. I think this is like still very strong. I gave it three and a half out of four. Um, Freddy knife fingers. Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think it's great. Um, obviously, one of the most iconic franchises in horror with the uh, Friday Thirteenth and. It's got a special place in my uh, glove. Ew. In your boiler room. <laughs> well, actually, have actually, interesting. Boiler room. Interesting, you bring up boiler room because it's time for our next segment: uh, male or female, in which we unnecessarily and for no reason uh, take a set piece from from a movie and ask ourselves: Is it male or female? And this week just happens to be the boiler room. So yeah, what are y'all thinking? Camp Counselor Ben, actually, Final Girl Brie, what are you, what are you thinking? I think that this boiler room is definitely male. It smells bad. It's damp and hot in places. 
Um, and it's not a place that I would like to be most of the time. So, man. wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Calamity Kruger, what are your thoughts? Um, I have to say that it's uh, probably, I, I feel like I know what other people are going to say. <laughs> it's making me laugh. But anyway, okay. So I think it's male too, because yeah, there's definitely a cleanliness factor (laughs) to the boiler room (laughs) and it's where children go to die instead of be birthed to live. (laughs) I feel like if you hadn't said these things, I would have never, I wouldn't have gotten that. I wouldn't have thought that hard about it, but, um, so you're going with what? Sorry. It's in male. Okay. All right. Um, Kim Council Kruger, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, it's definitely male because I'm pretty sure it just smells like ball sweat and like <laughs> dog scraps. Yeah. Like, this is this is definitely like an after the gym kind of like place. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like you go down there, you're gonna get like real sticky real quick. And <laughs> oh my god. Sounds like a fun like time, right? Is not all. <laughs> this is not that kind of pod. I don't know what you where y'all think. We're not on the we're not on the GD. Uh, Howard Stern podcast, guys. <laughs> we got it. This is a Ew. family show. Um, I'm pretty sure Howard would agree. It's ball sweat and talk straps. Um, but I'm hearing y'all, you know, say it's it's damp, it's it's moist. Uh, kids, kids' lives. Uh, they maybe they start there, maybe they end there from the birth canal of the school. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I gotta go with male. So we have a unanimous, anonymous male for the food boiler room. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, well, that brings us to our next segment where we ask our dear camp counselor, Ben Kruger, um, what's in your camp bag? Usually there's tips for survival against this week's killer. So yeah, reach into that bag and, and what's in there this week? All right, so for this week's camp counselor bag, um, I have... Hello Kitty stickers, not stickers, Hello Kitty band-aids for those scratchies that you're going to get when uh, going up against Freddy Krueger. I guess um, band-aids are kind of just stickers. Yeah, I know, but they have to be Hello Kitty because like it'll make you feel better. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yeah. I would also say either caffeine pills or uh, coffee. I'm an... I, Hey, coffee, but I like for this moment just to keep yourself awake so you don't have to deal with that dumb bitch. Um, let's see. Uh, a boyfriend who will actually wake you up when you're supposed to and not just like fall asleep also because that is a dumb bitch move too. And because I love me some morning drinks, I'm gonna have to go with Nancy's mom here and do some screwdrivers. So some OJ and some vodka. Also to keep you very limber, you know, if he throws you around, like your body can just kind of like just go with it, you know? Yeah. 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 You're not gonna, yeah. You don't need like a sledgehammer or like a tripwire. No, because no. Proximity mines, claymores. Those no, because all you have to do is just bring him into the world and be like, I don't believe in you, bitch. And he just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. Yeah. Those very solid recommendations. I feel we're well equipped. We're well equipped to survive. <laughs> Uh, this film. All right. Um, okay. Editor's note: This is where you may or may not cut. 
<laughs> Calamity Cat, do you have a, a corner or a suggestion for this week? Oh gosh, what do I? You don't have we... to. Let, well, no, I mean, I'll do something. Let me look up something first and see if. <laughs> okay. While she's looking that up, I wanted to mention too that um, John Saxon, who plays the Lieutenant Donald Thompson, the Sheriff Daddy, um, he also played the cop in Black Christmas, a mo- another movie that we recut. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, he's just getting all those Sheriff Daddy roles. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good Sheriff Daddy. I mean, is he though? He let kids get killed in both movies. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, he's hot. No, oh, yeah. Oh he's actually a good I guy. definitely think he should be demoted <laughs> at this point. <laughs> okay. I'll, I can do one. <clears throat> okay. All right. In our final segment, we ask our favorite co-host, uh, Calamity Cat, what is in your Calamity Cat's Corner, which is usually suggestions related to horror or just whatever she's in the mood for this week. Yeah. But a lot of times it's just me turned into the corner just staring at the Oh, Blair Witching, yeah. (laughs) Blair Witching, yeah. Okay, so this week I am going to recommend The Dark and the Wicked on Shudder. So um, it just came out on Shudder. I think that's kind of like... um, a bit of a like a country gothic sort of uh, tale and it's actually got some ex- excellent scares and jumps so um i do think it's worth your time to check it out it's on shutter now the dark and the wicked all right nice yeah i'm always looking for a nice horror movie yeah that sounds great i'm gonna i'm bookmarking that right now to watch yeah it's a it's a definitely a supernatural feel to it um but it's got some other darker elements to it and it's got a lot of twists and surprises. So yeah, it was, it was a good, it's a good one. So yeah, I suggest it. All right. Well, thank you for that suggestion. Everyone should definitely check that out. If you have shutter, uh, which is, you know, prime video. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I think that just about wraps up this week's episode. Um, next week is St. Patrick's Day, so we thought we'd have a nice little uh, themed episode next week. We're going to be covering Leprechaun. Um, I've never seen it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a huge fan of um, Friends um, and the Irish, so Jennifer Aniston is famously in this movie, and I, and I can't wait. Yeah, yeah we're all going to take a shot of Jameson. Oh my god, <laughs> Ben hates Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> listeners try not to sneeze three times in a row in between now Maybe. and when you yeah, listen to our podcast married off mm-hmm. i'm actually down to do that that sounds that sounds good <laughs> Wait, which one are, we, are you watching the og or back to the hood we're watching the original the original with Ginny. she doesn't even acknowledge that movie i'm so annoyed <laughs> we're gonna acknowledge it for her <laughs> yeah. she does i bet you like that's it's sad like it's such a it, it is a well-known one but like i'm pretty sure she still leaves it off of her fucking resume <laughs> rude she's gonna like put all uh, the actors in troll too <laughs> well she doesn't acknowledge leprechaun but guess what brad pitt doesn't acknowledge her oh wow. damn oh <laughs> anyway see you on next week feel free to follow <laughs> us on facebook uh and instagram at you can't hide pod send us a movie suggestion uh or ask us a question send us fan mail we know 
mom, I know you're listening. Please, please, uh, at you can't hide pot at gmail.com. Uh, tune in next week. Like I said, Leprechaun, it'll be a lot of fun. Maybe have you some some Irish car bombs, some some uh, Guinness, some Jameson, all the good stuff. So yeah, see you all next week. Goodbye. I was gonna end the meeting.